Sorry, did anyone else get full-on fanny flutters there when you heard Casa Amor? What in the name of Christ? Welcome back to a brand new episode of My Pot on Paper, proudly brought to you by now, the home of brilliant entertainment. I'm your host, Orla Condon, and joining me tonight, guys, I'm so excited. It's Coco Sorel. I can't be so much to discuss. Let's get stuck in. Okay, so we had a bit of a quiet episode yesterday. A bit of stock taking was done. Our AGM, looking at where we are. No time for messing tonight though, guys. Lots to get through. And the sheer whisper of Casa Amor had me nearly wish. I was absolutely buzzing. We know this twist is coming every year, but yet still, I am just weak. I'm so excited to have this guest with me. I have been obsessing over her recaps online for the last couple of weeks and was just like like purely buzzed when she responded to my tweet. I was like a little fangirl. Coco Sorel, welcome to the podcast. Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here. Oh my gosh. Like... Yeah, buzzed. Look at look at us. What look at a good episode as well. I'm so glad because I was really worried it would be another dud. Not dud, but a little quiet again tonight. But no, no, no. No, they pu- they're pulling out some stops. I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes we have like slow episodes and then it's like, boom, big bang. And I'm like, oh, this is this is what I love. This is it. Yeah. And like the pace the last couple of weeks has been so intense that like you kind of would expect a few quiet mm-hmm. nights. Mm-hmm. But like Ek and Sue was like, no, I'm working overtime. I'm going to get some drama in this episode, even if it's me stomping on top of mushy grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I can express how much I love that woman. Like the love I have for her grows yeah, each episode. And I know she has problematic moments, but I yeah. don't care. I am no, obsessed no, no. with her. Yeah. Give me all the Ek and Sue stomping on all the grapes, crawling on every yeah. terrace every day. Oh, iconic. When people message me and they're like, oh, but do you not just think she'd be so annoying? I'm like, yeah, I'm not asking you to be friends with her. I'm exactly. just saying, sit back and fucking relish in the amazing television that she is gifting us every Easy night. Easy gold. She's, oh my God. Whatever casting director got her, I'd say just like around the office, like, hey guys, yeah, Ek and Sue, <laughs> all me. Yeah, that was me as well. Just like... <laughs> living it up um okay so we've got we've lots to talk about we'll get straight into the flow of tonight's episode uh we open and it is night time and this is irrelevant but just funny watching davide get into the wrong bed <laughs> oh god <laughs> sorry can you imagine the actual terror of like waking up and being like there's another man <laughs> what's happening right now bless him he was just he was all over the place he was bamboozled but what had happened and he was just like what's going on Davide always has a veil of like what am I doing here (laughs) there's always a little bit of confusion with everything there's quite a lot of confusion I think he just wakes up and he's like today's just gonna be a really good gym day and that's like the goal every day and then more stuff happens and he's like how did I get myself here (laughs) I just wanted to lift a couple weights (laughs) now I'm here (laughs) I thought this was a fitness routine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little retreat that I went on for six weeks to get shredded. (laughs) Who is this Turkish lady that will not leave me alone? Who is this weird PT who just won't leave me alone? Like, please, I just came here for Billy's boot camp and people are just chasing me down the villa. (laughs) Um, Everyone is waking up the next morning and obviously it is the fallout of the recoupling last night. Um, Not... I don't think it was hugely shocking to see Ek and Sue pick Davide. Obviously, they've been setting that up for like the last week that that door wasn't closed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the more surprising thing was poor Danica, who I just like. That was... 
let God grant me a little bit of her strength because I would be in a ball by the fire pit, just like, just howling. Like I would just be like distressed. I, I don't want her strength. I, I'm sorry. I'm not one of our stronger <laughs> soldiers. I don't want it. Keep, Keep the it. strength. I am weak. I am okay knowing that because how that whole interaction oh. made me want to melt. Like I was falling into my sofa. I was like, this can't be a thing. Danica, how many, how, Jay could not have been clearer if he had oh, tried. he couldn't have. Yeah. And then when she was like, you should have just been like, I don't like you. And I was like, <laughs> would we really have wanted Jay to be like, I just don't like you? Like Jay literally did the most gentlemanly pieing he could have done and she was like yeah you could have been a bit more of a prick about that there jay like you could have made it a little bit clearer by just like really hurting my feelings like what are you talking about jay gave her three reasons the, the minute a man starts listing reasons multiple as to why he doesn't want to be, no i got it get me out get to me out rescue me now sos because oh no my god no. god lover um tasha and andrew are questioning what's going to happen with Ek and Sue. They're waking up, or, uh, yeah, they're waking up and seeing like, what do we think of Ek and Sue and Davide being back together? Uh, Danica is thanking Jay for being a gent about recoupling. Oh, like, uh, I don't want to call the girl a doormat, right? Because in one way, I'm like, you're really putting yourself out there. And like, what would we prefer her to do? To just sit back and let the whole thing pass her by like Charlie? Like, well, do you know what I mean? She has to kind of throw her hat in the ring. But I'm also like, maintain like a shred of like cool and i owe <laughs> you know her I mean? self-respect just a drop we're not asking for an entire cup a drop oh, i felt i feel bad it's it, the thing is i know she means well but i feel like her time in the villa has made her maybe question like how much of a baddie she is because she's a beautiful yeah. girl like you don't have to yeah. be chasing after jay babe stand up now Get up immediately. Uh, no. Hold your head high. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, like, I, it's just wild to me. And like, I get that it's a numbers game and Antigone kind of suggests that later. She's like, it's pure luck of the draw. And like, mm -hmm. if your guy isn't here when you're here and the timing isn't right, then you can really come and go. Like Afia was another person who, when she left was like, if yeah. Remy came in when I was there, I would fully be like chasing that dick. And like, mm -hmm. she was like, no, it just wasn't the time for me. We missed ships in the night. Mm. And I feel like, Danica is like that, but trying so hard to board a ship in the night. And it's like, don't, Danica, just don't. Uh, it's, it's okay to wait. And I'm, I hope, yeah. I really, and I don't want to jump, but I hope that she survives tonight because she does deserve to find someone, you know, at Castle. Yeah. She deserves it. But her technique has not been a technique. She's just been a bull in a china shop, just hoping something catches and yeah. I think it's okay to put her on timeout for a sec because it's too much yeah it, it, it was too much <laughs> like you yeah. know but fair she play is, to the girl yeah she is sorry <laughs> sons of anarchy outside my window guys apologies um it is the morning debrief and the girls and boys are splitting up Paige is saying that she is delighted to be back with Jax and then kind of teasing that not a whole pile of talking was done um, Jax is saying that it's good to be back with Paige and then of course it's Jax so he has to get a dig in to somebody and he's like but I did miss Danica a lot la 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 at someone yeah. else's expense we love that banter yeah. from Jax <laughs> so funny oh, uh. he is taking up my will to live I don't like him <laughs> I, I wish I liked him more 
because I can see why people think his funny one-liners are funny, but when they take a step too far, I'm like, why did you say that as a grown man and yeah. think that, that was okay? And this whole like, oh, he's a rugby lad. What? And what, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, I'm sorry, pardon, that, that, what does that mean? I, I hate this, I hate this argument of like, like someone messaged me and they were like, actually quite a few people were like, I'm from the area that Jax is from and like, maybe because you're Irish, but like guys in that area are very like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, so we should just let them all be assholes then, is it? Like, so none of us set higher standards, is it? Like, what are you talking about? This is such a bizarre, like, thought process to have that like, oh, but like everyone in that area is a bit of a horrible person. So like, you can't really get out to him for it. I absolutely can. <laughs> absolutely can, and I will, because he's a dick. Uh, hello? Just wild, like wild, and I... I really am really and look I look Tasha and Andrew are vanilla as fuck right they're quite mm-hmm. boring blah blah mm-hmm. grand whatever Tasha had a bit of a head spin last week and acted a bit mad mm-hmm. but how in the love of God people were going to the app last night in this godforsaken country being like do you know where my one precious vote is going Paige and Jax hey. I was like how how take their phones from them and I- remove their internet access I realized after doing my debriefs that a lot of women and men don't see red flags like okay can I ask you this right your 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 big place your debriefs is TikTok right like that's your that's your like sweet spot Mm -hmm. I have TikTok kind of scares me like I was very late to the game and then I was like no I am afraid of those people so I'm gonna stay over here on Instagram (laughs) watching my real like an 85 year old woman um and people are constantly messaging me being like the echo chamber of love island on tiktok really leans in the favor of jackson page versus like twitter and instagram and i was like this is really interesting and for you living in that space with your debriefs Mm -hmm. is that what you're seeing as well there 100 percent. i actually tweeted the day when uh dami and india went on their date and everybody was like, yeah. these are our winners. I was like, guys, you don't understand what's happening over here. I see the comments in my debriefs. Everyone mm. is defending Jax. They want Jackson Page. They think they are the best things since sliced bread. And I'm thinking, how have we got here? And I made a video like, guys, do you not see the red flags? And I, women in my, in my comment section, like, no, I think it's just because he's a man. He finds it hard to open up. Oh, stop with this argument. Stop with this argument. Please, ladies, please. I am in a lady, lady relationship, so I don't have this fucking headache and these excuses in my life. But if you are making excuses like, oh, he just struggles to open up and I'll change him. No, change your pathway, honey. Get out of there. (laughs) Get out of there. Run for the hills. What The only thing I can do for you is send you some therapists in your local area. <laughs> Other than that, I am out of the conversation. I'm signing out of the chat. I don't want to be involved. Take me out of yeah. email thread because what's yeah. happening? He finds it difficult to open up. Uh, am I his mother? What am I supposed yeah. to do with that information? Like, no. It's it- also like a basic requirement of the show. Like, you know what I mean? Why don't come on Love Island and be like, no, you millions of viewers need to get on my wavelength. No, right. honey, this is our show. Right, you've eight weeks, and we need to see the famous growth of Love Island. And if you're not willing to open up, where is my growth? I don't see no growth around here. There is no character development. Get out. 
Like I, this has me kind of really shocked because I was hoping that this was just a few people being like, no, everyone loves Jackson Page. But I feel like because you have that platform, you're kind of getting a mixture. You're not so trapped in the echo tunnel. You're kind of going to get a bit more of a mixture. So I'm really surprised that you're like, what the fuck is going on over here? I will say, if you want anybody else who isn't Jackson Page to be in the finals, you guys are going to have to vote. Pick up that phone and do the voting because honestly, they they will win if we're not careful. Sorry, you're like Dermot O'Leary. Pick up that vote. Vote for your favorite. <laughs> Numbers at the bottom of the screen, guys. <laughs> Sorry, so you, you might know this, right? So obviously this is like a predominantly Irish podcast. We mm-hmm. can't vote. So like there is no voting for Irish viewers. So we can't vote, right? So poor Dammy out here without his fucking country behind him. We're like, what the fuck? So I am now living in London. So I have my vote. So like we do a little poll every time a vote comes up to try and get like the listeners, like do a bit of an Irish jury vote. But like, that's all we do. We don't have votes in Ireland. I know everyone I tell over here, they're like, sorry, what? Why? (laughs) What, what, why? No idea. I'd say it's, I don't know. Is it something, do you know the way they have to have it such a tight time frame, And maybe it's something to do with the like, like the validation of votes and all that kind of stuff because obviously they have such tight type frame they have to count all those votes and then like make sure it's done proper like I would imagine it's some bollocks to do with that or it could be just that they can't push it because it's it's played on Virgin Media in Ireland I wonder is it an ITV agreement with Virgin Media or something I don't know but it's crazy that is that that goes against all my beliefs and I I am going to start a petition oh my god yes I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, let's do it. Love Island UK and Ireland just can't vote. I know. I, uh, sorry, oh, yeah, we, gave, we, gave you, we gave you Maura Higgins and you gave right. us what? You right? Danny, hello. Oh, I love him so much. I, <laughs> I just love him. I, I made a TikTok saying when Love, love Island finishes, I'm coming to Ireland because yeah. the PR that Danny has done for the Irish man. Oh, sign me Truly. No, I have to, I have to asterisk this when I hear all the Irish women listen to it. They're not all, they're not all like that. Yeah, they were <laughs> saying this in my comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, Wait, someone said it, it's, it's actually propaganda. And I was like, yeah. well, babe, <laughs> rein it so, in. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. The phrase putting your best foot forward is really <laughs> kind of <laughs> coming to mind. But I, yeah, the PR dammy has just, like, I just, Ten-ten. someone tried to troll me on Twitter. They were like, um, my pot on paper should just be called dammy on paper. They're so biased. And I was like, Thank you so much for your lovely feedback. I take it on board because I fucking adore him. Love <laughs> so. him. Love. Yeah, he's Love perfect. Love him. And yeah, my page isn't, you know, like, uh, oh, I'm impartial. No, I have my favorites. <laughs> and Dami is one of them. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. This isn't a public service broadcaster. Yeah. I don't have to like answer to the taxpayer. <laughs> no, no impartiality whatsoever. I have my favorites. Dami is one of them. Get on board. Isn't Amber Gill? Doesn't Amber Gill always say, like, this is a dictatorship? That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my Twitter. Exactly. Exactly. Um, oh. Dammy is asking Jay about his plan for the day now that he is single Pringle. Jay is saying that he's going to continue to get to know Antigone. Um, she's not what I go for on the outside, but she's lovely, which is always what you want to hear from a prospective mate. Love that. Great compliment. Love that for her. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ekin is saying that it felt very normal to be back in bed with Davide. The boys, I found tonight's conversation about the Ekin Davide stuff really interesting from the boys' perspective because I felt like last week we saw a bit of aggression towards Ekin, more mm-hmm. specifically from Jax, but generally Luca didn't seem to kind of bond with her. They were all kind of jeering her a little bit. And this week, there seems to be a real sway towards warmth with Ekin. And then tonight, to see, like, Luca really going to bat for her. Mm-hmm. And, like, the boys really being like, Ekin, how was the date? Like, mm-hmm. I am happy for her that she's, like, she seems to have a good friendship going now with the lads. Yeah, I'm the same. I I was really like, almost um, disappointed and irritated that all of the boys... Like no one really came to Ekin's defense. And I'm not saying, you know, the crawling on the terrace was, that was wild. That was insane, I won't lie. But nonetheless, people after Ekin have done the same things and have been held to much less standards. So to me, it was kind of like, I didn't like this. So I am happy that, I don't know what's been happening because sometimes I feel like the editors don't show us enough. I feel like there's been some development within relationships and people now understand Ekin, I hope. Um, But yeah, it was really heartwarming to see even like how excited everyone was for them to just be paired up. And I think they can see that there is still chemistry there because I just love them. Yeah, I do. I agree. I think that, I think that the dust has settled on the mess and Mm. I think because and again I think because we haven't had a a lot of bombshells this week it's been pretty quiet on the bombshell front Mm. I don't think it's caused her to like spring into action of like need to graft need to like throw my weight around I think it's given her time to kind of settle and Mm. the lads to kind of relax a little bit because like you say I feel like the standard that they had for her was so I think this narrative that she was she is a bit mouthier than some of the other girls and therefore and we see this with mouthy women on this show Mm. that they the boys just feel like they're more able to handle kind of pushback yeah so they enjoy pushing back a bit more mm-hmm. and it's like no 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 like if you are going to be softly softly with Tasha for doing the exact same thing exactly keep the same energy for Ekin because like she did the exact same thing the exact same thing and it was just like oh with Tash we'll just talk to we'll talk in hushed tones yeah like, oh it's okay don't but cry Ekin, yeah exactly giving her hugs with Ekin it was like gun fingers out and I'm yeah. like whoa hello like yeah very unfair yeah. but I am glad that we've kind of come full circle yeah yeah it's looking good because I think as well for for a viewer's perspective you know, we were relying, there was obviously that period last year with Toby where he was really unpopular on the outside and everyone wanted him out. And the producers in like introduced this twist clearly to keep him safe. And everyone was like, we see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then this year, everyone was like, do that for Ekin because these <laughs> yeah. fuckers aren't going to keep her safe. Whereas now I feel like because she is more liked, mm-hmm. may, even if herself and Davide don't kind of become a couple and maybe it fizzles again, I feel like she has more of a safety net in there because she's built more relationships around the villa. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, I feel like they are actually very much the same person, Toby and 100%. So similar. It, it was the exact same thing that happened where somebody new comes in, it's like, ping! Somebody new comes in, it's like, ping! Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was just little ping-pongs around the villa. Um, but I, yeah, I, I think the producers keeping her in, not only does she give great entertainment, mm. but she is the only 
I'm going to say character just because it's reality TV and it's not real life. Yes. But she's the only person in there who has the balance of like understanding that you want to get the guy that you want or the person that you want, but, but also staying true to yourself. Like she doesn't mind being disliked. She doesn't mind like yeah. being a villain for the day. Like, and somebody like that just is TV gold. Like yeah. you can't, can't go wrong, can't go wrong. Yeah. And she's willing to, I don't want to, she is willing to instigate, but she's also willing to have very deliberate conversations with other Islanders about their stories. Like yeah. she has kind of set up storylines for other people yeah. as well. And been like, yeah. yeah, you can have that one for free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm off to create my narrative. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I love her. <laughs> she's so on, never changed, never changed. Ever. Like, oh. And um, the girls are feeling positive. They think it's going to be a good day. They come downstairs to find today is couples brunch, which is usually pretty boring. But I thought for this series, it was good because I think we saw, we got a bit of a stock take from the Islanders of how they're feeling about their relationships, mm. how serious they are. And I think, I think tonight we really saw that Luca and Gemma are solid, that Tasha and Andrew are pretty solid in comparison to where they were a couple of nights ago mm-hmm. um and that Dami and india are still just the most joyous thing to watch on television like but, yeah it was so cute yeah and i do think i think in terms of couples they are definitely the three strongest i'm still wary of tasha just tasha, because i yeah. feel like if somebody gives tasha the attention she will turn like yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I think she. Yeah, she wants. She wants to be loved on. Yeah, yeah. And if you go in hard, especially if Casper, Casper Moore is going to, I mean, oh, send shockwaves. Because mm. if somebody goes in there and beelines just for Tasha and applies pressure, the girl yeah. will be swept off her feet and yeah. will, will will get her head turned. Yeah, and like if there's like a Jay-like character, because Jay is very strategic. Yeah. If there's a, that kind of a character who's like, that's the weak spot, but also she's a strong person to go back with. It's not like going back with like Antigone, who when you eventually get back and go to public vote, you're still yeah. fucked. Yeah. So like, yeah, I I, I think Casa Moore is going to be very interesting for them. Yeah. I think based, yeah, we shall see. Um, yeah, I think the, the brunch as well, not only seeing Dami and India, but also because obviously this is off the back of the recoupling and just hearing them talk about like, oh, the speeches. And I was just like, oh, oh this is cute. This is one of the few yeah. brunches I've actually enjoyed. This is quite cute. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like with Dami and India, and I'm liking Luca and Gemma's chat a little bit more now because I yeah. feel like they've, re- they've, they feel a bit of trust with each other. And I think it's mm-hmm. their kind of scrappiness is a little bit more cute now because I'm like oh you're not actually fighting each other you're kind of playful fighting now mm-hmm. whereas with Dami in India it's like having one of those dates where you're like oh my god like we're both just being really transparent with how we're feeling there is no facade we just both are really attracted to each other find each other really funny just like like vibe like that yeah. is what vibe is like that kind of energy and it, they're just so lovely to watch like it's and, you know, you get these arguments every year with people who are kind of non-Love Island fans of like, ah, sure, it's only people in bikinis and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, There's, they're not finding love. And you're like, oh, but Camilla and Jamie. And you kind of argue yeah. these like few couples. <laughs> you're like, but them, they lasted. And you see Dami and India. And look, maybe they, maybe they won't go the distance. But you see them and you go, tell me that that's not a real connection. Exactly. Like, 
watch that and tell me that that is not romance because I'm if it's not I'm watching the wrong thing like what literally and it's those moments of realness that I love about Love Island like you say what you want about the craziness and the challenges and whatever but it's those little pockets of like oh my god these people have really connected and like you can just see that they are like you're saying vibing they're in sync their energies are just it's just yeah it's beautiful beautiful to watch and I just love Dami in India so so much yeah so so much I know I thought it was really cute when she was like um talking about going to she was like oh is Ireland like London and he, he was like oh there's a lot of green and she's like is there shopping centers there and I was like, I was like oh my god India don't be this person who's like is Ireland attached to England I was like don't do this India don't do I this feel, I feel like anyone from London literally doesn't see anything outside of London because they're just like <laughs> Ireland is it not just fields and it's like no <laughs> Bless so, her. oh bless her and like poor Dammy then was like no like I'll show you right I'll show you right and like when she asked about the shopping centers like I don't know if Irish listeners saw it, I fully thought he was going to name Stevens Green Shopping Center which is like this really famous shopping center in Dublin city center like hey. that like every like it's like a meeting spot in Dublin and I was yes. like I want to hear Dammy whisper the word Stevens Green Shopping Center on, on Love Island because I would just be like oh my god all these hot spots are being mentioned this is too much it was just oh so cute and her talking about meeting his family and he has to meet her her mom and he was like yeah like I need to make your mom laugh like I need to get her to like me and I was like oh this is so cute that you're like yeah my mom's gonna be grilling you and he's like yeah no no I'm gonna put on like best impression like really work for it I just I yeah I'm definitely you know I wouldn't fit on Love Island for many reasons, but that is one of them. Um, I, as India's talking, I'm like, I wouldn't say that. I just know I, I, I wouldn't open up like that. We're not talking about my mother. No, no. Let's talk about something frivolous and shallow. What's your favorite color? This is what I'm used to. I don't, let's not get deep. No, too much, too much feelings. <laughs> You're like, Jax, I shouldn't have opened up. I shouldn't yes. have opened up. <laughs> error, error, abort, abort mission lads, abort mission. <laughs> But clearly that's not working for me. So maybe I should take a leaf out of India's book. Maybe I should. Oh, yeah, maybe then you'll get a secret love handshake like they had. That little thing. No. Oh, fucking hell. I teared oh, up. Oh, like, stop. so stupid. So stupid. Stop. Oh. Right, from one gorgeous couple to Paige and Jax. Um, they're bantering. Um, Jax is saying he's really happy about her speech. He said it made me feel full inside which is gross because the boys say every morning that they're still full because they're still <laughs> getting whacked off and I'm like please don't say that right now at brunch like have some fucking respect for the pastries what are you talking <laughs> the guy is fucking wild Jack in front of the croissants have some decorum for crying out loud oh my god <laughs> No, that was when I heard him say that. I was like, "This man has the emotional intelligence and the vocabulary of a toad." Made me feel full inside. What does that even mean? Full. He's like, it made my heart go like this. Bum bum. bum." I was like, "Oh my god, Jax! God love you, pal. God love you." Like I just Paige is like, I was so nervous, but like it just felt so good to say it out loud in front of everybody. 
And he was like, you know, I dated you on day one and I never looked back except for that time I was calling you pathetic and telling you to fuck off. Like, what are you talking about? You are on camera, pal. So wild, wild. wild. And you know, actually, I think oh. it might have been yesterday or the day before when he he said something like, um, oh, um, I should have taken Paige's feelings into account after they had their big bust up. And I was like, no, you dropped your character for 10 minutes and then you realized the yeah. next morning that you had messed up. Yeah. That's what you did. Because this is all a game to you. And he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. And Paige is just eating out of the palm of his hand. Yeah. And I, I, don't, I don't know what, what, I want his head to get turned at Casa because That's I just think Paige deserves better. Or better, I want him to not turn his head and page to turn his head. <gasps> even better. That would be even better. I feel the fallout from last night. I don't think I fully like absorbed it in the moment, but ever since I keep watching back that clip last night of Paige with uh Antigone and yeah. Tasha and Gemma when Danica and India came over and Paige was like, girlies, can we Ugh. just can we just talk for a minute and then Ugh. you can come back and then we'll all talk? And I was like, at the time, I just kind of glazed over it as like, oh, that's awkward. And then the more I saw the clip, like on Twitter, I was just like, fucking hell, that was such a weird. And then trying to analyze, like, was Gemma uncomfortable that Danica had come over? Yeah. Or was she uncomfortable that Paige had said it? I was like, what? I couldn't get a read on like where Gemma's like eyes were coming from. <laughs> but it was it was a yeah. weird moment. I, I said on my debrief yesterday, I... For the first time, Paige came across like yeah. a very mean girl, like clicky, mean, you know, fake nice, fake polite. Yeah. It was yeah. just the girlies. And I was like, why did you say that? And then, I don't know, it, the whole thing just made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just didn't like it. And I, I think, and even there was another clip, same episode, the next morning after Jax had had that, argument with Paige. Um, the next morning, Dami and Andrew start making breakfast for Tasha in India. And India was like faffing around in the dressing room. It was like, just like a small moment. And Paige was like, hurry up, hurry up. Just go India, just go India. And I was like, whoa, I feel yeah. like you're taking the aggression from last night that you received with your man and yeah. you're projecting heavily. Um, so yeah, there were just a few moments in the other episode that I was like, I don't understand what this is, but yeah. I'm go I'm going to reserve judgment because I think being paired up with Jax is mentally taxing. <laughs> not I think. Yeah. yeah. She may have a brain injury, guys. So let's not right. Let's not jump to any conclusions. Um no, but like I think since then a lot of people have been putting up like that same idea of like actually that was probably the most jarring thing we saw, but like, let's piece that together with some other bits that we've seen. Mm -hmm. Like the time when Jax screamed at Ekansu that she was a fucking headache and Paige just stood right there. Right there. And like, and there's been other times, like when the Chinese whispers of Dami's mind reading, she mm -hmm. very much changed, like paired mm -hmm. with other things, you're like, oh, maybe this paints a picture or maybe these are just moments that were like unconnected and weird, but. I've been thinking about it a little bit more since last night and I'm like, yeah. I don't know about 
you. Um, Ekin Zua Davide are having their brunch. She is saying that she's not being the old Ekin anymore. Um, she's really looking forward to getting things back on track. Like, let's see what happens. And Davide is like, we could be a couple again. And she was like, only time will tell for you to see that I am so genuine. Um, which is kind of a sentence that we hear her echo throughout the episode. Hmm. Uh, over to Luca and Gemma they're being very cute Luca's saying like I'm always so happy with you and it's getting better and better every day um he's saying that he really appreciated her speech and that he's really glad that he's come in and he's found something really special and I think if Luca has done one thing this week he has put to bed the kind of speculation that maybe because I kind of said on Aftersun that they found out about Gemma's dad, I think, on day three. And that's when mm-hmm. Lucas started mm-hmm. showing interest. And I think this week, like, even if that was, like, I think at this point, you kind of have to be like, well, like, as a result, they seem to have found something quite nice. Like, they seem to be a good match, I think. I, I think they are. I, I do think that Lu- Lucas' insecurity mm-hmm. will be his detriment. Because he seems to be so bothered about the fact that Gemma might not like him as much as he does and yeah. about Gemma and Jackson about Gemma turning her head possibly if somebody walked in like there's just a few moments where I'm like Luca believe in your source like yeah. you've got this girl don't ruin it and I think Gemma does like him she's just not like always public displaying yeah. and vocalizing bit of me I'm yeah. not gonna tell you every day that I'm yeah, like obsessed yeah. with you but I think like and it, she really did a very very nice speech yesterday mm-hmm. and I was like this is really sweet because I, I can and I don't think she she's one to BS Gemma's from no. what I gauge from her she's like a straight shooter she doesn't care if people don't like her like she mm-hmm. just she'll say what needs to be said so I think that's Luca's biggest downfall is that he will overthink small yeah. small, small things yeah and she has said that a couple of times as well that you know him coming on too strong is a bit of a turnoff. And I think at this point in their relationship, him, that kind of change in him, that kind of fretting about her, maybe chatting with new boys or whatever, that is not something that she wants. I think she's very comfortable in where she is in the relationship. And I think she fully trusts where he is, but I think he, the idea that she is less into him than he is into her weighs on him. But I don't even know if it's that she's less into him or as you say, she just, shows it in a different way like she's soft and mushy like she's just not that person and also and I feel like what he wants to hear from her is like oh I'm falling or I would like a relationship and that's crazy because we've literally been in here like three and a half weeks like can't babe calm down like we're on the right track I don't think anyone will turn my head but it would be insane for me to be like absolutely no yeah. one will walk in and I'm 100% yours like that's a lot so I think yeah he he's they are communicating the same thing differently I think yeah you I know? agree yeah I agree um meanwhile talking of being girlfriends and boyfriends too soon Tasha is saying that it's gonna be so nice to call for you to call me your girlfriend at some point oh gosh. like last Friday oh. we had we had her being like I want to get to know Charlie last Friday after a half hour, I a 30 minute hot tub rendezvous and she's talking about oh, my head might be turning and now it's boyfriend and girlfriend falling. Oh, I was like, Tasha, you were doing so well at redeeming your relationship. And now you're like, yeah, I honestly like, I, how do you know that you're in love? Ek and oh, Sue. Like, oh. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, you are reaching so far. Like, 
just I just don't know then when she comes out with those things you're like is it all bullshit or are you just or is this just doing a bit more like I find it hard to read her when she starts saying like I want to be his girlfriend am I falling in love with like because we know we know Andrew is there so like him talking about it is not a surprise exactly but she is literally still screwing her head back to like zero (laughs) degrees so I'm like why are you talking about the warm feelings in your stomach when Andrew walks past like I what (laughs) it's so so confusing and what makes it worse is I I don't think she's playing a game and I think that's what's annoying it's like I think this is this is the confusion in which Tasha holds in her life and it's fine if you are a confused person Mm -hmm. the problem is you want Andrew to give you 110 percent while you give him 50 on a Tuesday, 37 <laughs> on a Wednesday, 103 Friday morning. It's just a bit, like, it's Andrew's it's... out here chewing the box <laughs> on national television. Tasha, please, uh, please don't do this to my good boy, Andrew, please. Andrew is really being like, women's pleasure, nice to meet you. Here we go, boys, this is what you do. And Tasha's like, Thanks for that, Andrew. I'm going to go over here and talk to this mute Daniel Craig. And then I'm going to revisit this in a couple of days. I'm like, oh, God. Like, if Danica is putting herself out there, what is Andrew doing? Honestly, honestly, I'm I'm baffled. Like, yeah, today's... And even when Ekansu was saying, like, oh, falling in love or when you feel like you're <laughs> to somebody, this is what it feels like. Tasha's face just looked like, well, I don't feel any of that, but... I don't that sounds know. great. <laughs> I would love to sign me up. (laughs) I like the smell of his bo. Oh my gosh, (laughs) real! Is this what love is? I want to know what love is. And she's like, it smells like bo. Tasha, enjoy. Yeah, she's like, yeah, this is it. And Tasha's like, okay, cool, cool. (laughs) Like walks over to Andrew and is like, I like the smell of your bo. (laughs) Can I sniff your armpit? Thank you. Just checking something there, real quick. Sorry to interrupt, lads. Just want to, you know, just a quick check and I'll be off. I'll be on my way. Yeah, I just, I, Tasha, God love her. But the confusion is, it's a lot. I mean, and of all the, no offense to Charlie. I just want to say, Charlie, no offense. But of yeah. all the ways for you to <laughs> be so spun by. Yeah. It's Winston Churchill in the bath in the bathtub. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. But... Tasha get a grip immediately because Andrew's done no wrong. He deserves better than this. And you know what's funny as well, actually, like the the complaint she kept making about Andrew was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, me on the outside girls, like I'm such a, I'm such a bad bitch. Like I'm so sassy and I'm just so wild and free. And I was like, girl, it's fine if you're not like not everyone lives bad bitch life. Okay. And like, It's not for me. It's not for you, Tasha. Like, this isn't you. But she's like, oh, I need to be wild and sow my oats. Charlie. Like, he's so (laughs) similar. And again, Charlie actually seems lovely, as does Andrew. But can we not all agree that they are, like, Ben and Jerry vanilla? Like, they are. They No, they are like like oxygen, they zero flavor, nothing. They just give you the basic requirements of human being. And that is okay. We need everybody in every lane. I'm not trying to say if you are vanilla, if you're vanilla, be vanilla and be vanilla and strong and vanilla. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, 
Yeah. Wild, young, wild, and free, Tasha. You think that's yeah? No. And when she I'm... said I'm a bad bitch and I have such bad bitch energy on the outside, I was like, look, we all channel it every once in a while when we need to feel a bit, you know, exactly. elevated. But I just don't think she li- like. I just think Tasha is vanilla who wants to be fish food. Do you know what I mean? Like she yeah. wants to be, she wants to be Rocky Road, but she's she's vanilla. Like she's French vanilla, nice and simple. I, I she she looks at Ekinsu, and which is why she's always going to her for advice. She looks at Ekinsu and she says, I want to be a Turkish delight. Mm. I, that's the life I want to live. Yeah. However, like I said, some of us are not. I'll yeah. hold my hands up. I'm no Ekinsu. No. Ekinsu puts me to shame, actually. I'm taking notes as I watch the show. But Tasha, it's okay to live your truth. And yeah, this just might not be it. Yeah. I just don't, I just find it a bit... If she was, if she was truly being like, I'm a wild woman and I want to be wild. I was like, then like go hook up with Jax or something. Like, I don't know, like do something mad then <laughs> show also, me. You you want to be wild, but wild people don't care what other people think. And the second you move- This is so true. You're in floods of tears because people were shaking their heads. I'm sorry, <laughs> I mean. Like Ekin Sue could burn a school down and she'd be like, I did it for the drama. Like she just doesn't care. Like she's like, no, like. Does not care. We'll stand in her wrong firmly, strong and wrong. And we have to see it. Fashion, oh God, there's a t-shirt in that strong and wrong. Strong and wrong. Like, yeah. And then Tasha's dresser. I mean, I- I'm sure she wants to. And yeah, you can, you can be anything you want to be in life. Who am I to tell you not? I'm just. Yeah. I'm just telling you right now, we've not reached the destination you think you've reached at. There's a yeah. couple more stops mm. and that's okay. Yeah. You know? Sue and Luca are having a chat. Really interesting to see these two actually mm-hmm. seeming to genuinely get on. Cause I felt mm-hmm. like the two of them were similar enough characters that they just kind of great. Well, Sue doesn't really get graded by anyone. Cause she's just like living in her own yeah. Like, I feel like Ekin Sue is that person when someone walks out of her eyeline, they're like on pause. They're like a Sims character that's like, oh just God. like on, like, you know what I mean? Like they don't move. And then she turns her eyes and they start moving again. It's like, they just have no life outside of her line of vision. Perfect. Literally out of sight, out of mind. She only deals Truly. with, she's the main character. Yeah. People do not have side stories if she's not involved. There's no. No, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, this isn't an ensemble cast. She's no, like, no, no. this is. Like I am the central narrative and all of you guys are just offshoots. And when I'm not there, neither is the story. Exactly. You're all extras in my world. And that is my truth. Yeah. I love that for her. But I like that the two of these seem to be finding some kind of way to bond. She's saying that she's manned up now and she knows that she did wrong by Davide. She's saying it was a bit of a risk picking him, but I want to give it my all this time. And Luca's saying like, look, there's definitely something there between you. Like everyone can see it. Ekin is like, it would be really nice if he spoke to me a little bit more. Like I want him to know that I'm genuine. And maybe if it comes from you, Luca, you know, he'd be ready to take the risk. And like, I really want to pursue it. And Luca's saying, look, look, I'll chat to him and I'll see. And she's saying like, oh, look, don't talk to him when he's with everyone. Like, cause you know how proud he is. And Luca's like, no, no, no. Like I'll, I'll have a word. I'll say it on the quiet. Like we'll have a little chat. And Luca, interestingly in the beach, says that Davide, he said, if the boys weren't here, if the boys weren't watching, that Davide would be much more open mm-hmm. to like letting his guard down, getting to know Ek and Sue. And I thought that was an interesting 
kind of reading of Davide from Luca that he was like, it, he definitely feels the view of everyone else on him and is a bit maybe having that make him move a little bit slower than maybe he would. I funnily enough disagree with that. Do you think? I think that Davide worked outside of the house, outside of the villa. Davide and Ekansu were the same main character energies. He would have gone and lived his life and been like, well, yeah. you messed up. I'm, there's, there's, there's just no way we can, you know, make up. I think the reason why it's working is because they are still in close, close proximity. Yeah. And then everybody in the house is like, there's still something there. And she still likes, like he's being fed all these things. So a part of him's like, I do want to kind of give it a go, but a part yeah. of him is like the me outside of this villa probably wouldn't. I think that's what he's battling with, but I don't think he particularly cares what the boys think. I think he's more battling internally than he think? is externally. Yeah. I might yeah. be giving him too much credit, but that's what I think. No, I agree that on the outside, he probably would be like, there's no second yeah. here. Like there's no, and like, I mean, look, we, we've been, his social media team and we've seen what they posted <laughs> and their attitude towards Ekansu. For the spies out there who are keeping an eye on this, let me know if Ekansu and Davide have followed each other back yet because I don't think they're following, they unfollowed each other during that drama. Oh um, gosh. So I don't know if the social media teams, but like, so you can see that there's very much a like one and done type attitude from Davide's yeah. social media yeah. team. So it would lead you to believe that maybe he is similar on the outside. So I think, yeah, you, you, you're probably right there. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting kind of take from Luca. And then he felt comfortable enough to kind of take Davide aside mm -hmm. and be like, look, what's the crack? How are you feeling? And Davide saying like, uh, oh, you had a you had a conversation with the queen. Mm. And then he was like, the drama queen. And I was like, <laughs> oh, Davide, you jokester. Like, Davide, please. <laughs> his comedic timing is so unintentionally great. Like it's... I the funniest human being ever and he just says one-liners and then he'll just stop and look at you and you're like yeah that was funny I can't <laughs> lie yeah that was funny it was it was entertaining it was <laughs> it is that thing of like oh fuck it you got me again didn't yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to laugh but that was bloody hilarious yeah all right go on <laughs> Luca is saying that he thinks second Sue is genuine this time that she's put her heart out there and she's mm -hmm. kind of put herself out there in front of everyone um, and she wants a chance to get back to where you guys were. And Davide's like, look, it's been one day. Like, if I want someone, I don't give a shit if there's people watching. The door definitely isn't closed, but, and kind of, mm, he's mm. like, humming and hawing. And then Luca is saying, like, you know, maybe you pull her for a chat today. Just have a chat with her. And Davide's like, yeah, but I don't know where this will all go. Um, and Luca's saying, look, we all want you to be together. We see you when you're together. You're so happy. You're always laughing. You're like two kids. And like, I believe it from her this time. I never used to, which again, mm. I thought was really interesting to hear from Luca that they are buying that she's being honest this time. Mm. Um, and he's like, chat to her. And Davide is like, okay, look, don't let her see that we're talking. Like, <laughs> as if like, Ekansu yeah. hasn't been like, Luca, go over and set this up, will you? <laughs> and then he like, slowly walked over to the bean bags and like yeah. shuffled and waited. And I was like, this is so unnecessarily awkward, but it's hilarious. I love that you, Davide thinks he's one step ahead of the game oh. in front of Ekin Sue. <laughs> oh, man. She's already playing out like writing scripts for like week seven. <laughs> She's like, oh, Davide, we're here. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm ready for this conversation. Right, let me just 
put down my pen and paper and we'll get back to week four and see where we are. Like, it's so wild. Like, 100%. 100%. He yeah. comes over and he kind of, it's like they're all sat in the beanbags and he tries to kind of like lean, lean his arm on the beanbag to kind of prop himself and then realizes that the beanbag is like on the floor. So he can't, so he kind of leans and then stops and he's like, How are you all doing? And then he's like, Ekin, would you like to go for a chat? It's like, Ekin's like, Oh, sorry, me? Oh, uh, me? Oh, Daddy, I didn't see you there. Me? I wasn't expecting this. Oh, okay. This is a nice surprise. Oh, Ekin, my my beautiful, my dear oh, Ekin Sue, just forever so giving us content. Forever giving us content. I feel like she has those. You know those those bubble mirrors that they have on like roads, so that you can see cars coming from like behind <laughs> the blind spot. Like Ekin has those set up around the villa, so she could like see where everyone is. Like she's like, oh, Jay's on his way. Okay, cool. We've got Davide on terrace, guys, and she's like she's like the, the, what they called you know when they have like an orchestra and you've got the conductor she's yeah. just this conductor of this great symphony that is just her masterpiece and i'm oh. like i love to see it i love to see her work so um gosh. yeah gosh she, she has never been so relatable to me than when she struggled to get out of that beanbag when she was like oh oh <laughs> that is what i call reality tv that is real and unscripted unscripted true <laughs> truth to the core i loved it oh do you see what happens when producers let stuff alone lads oh. we see <laughs> right you could hear like she made like a uh, noise and i was like oh yeah that yeah that's from like i'm like forget a beanbag a couch that's too low i'm like oh. <laughs> anything that requires minimal effort you will get a yeah. grown up of me I, oh mm. just yeah <laughs> immediately and she's like reaching like reaching for his arm like damn it <laughs> stage hands where are you <laughs> oh gosh and then yeah they just i just really loved watching them though and like yeah. even when they went and had their little conversation on the side and yeah oh. watching that conversation obviously she's kind of being like trust me trust me like i'm interested and he's like i have to take it slowly but like Obviously, because I'm talking to you, there's a chance. And mm -hmm. I thought I, yeah. she, how, Ekinsu is going to do what Ekinsu does best. And I yeah. think she just wants immediate change. Mm -hmm. And I think she is doing a lot of character development in realizing she has to like not push this guy. Yeah. Um. So you can see she's holding back and she's trying to do it the best way that she knows how yeah but that whole conversation i mean it's i think it's good that she's be being very intentional with him and i think it's good that she's letting him know like where she stands i think davide does need to give a bit more he's yeah it, it, it yeah he needs to give a bit more and obviously later on in the episode we see them have a bit more interaction and that was nice mm -hmm. but yeah up until that and this conversation on the sofa I just thought yeah Davide if you really do want to see this if this could go somewhere because you do like this girl yeah. you're gonna have to give 20% more yeah yeah I think there, there's only a certain amount of time that he can get away with the kind of you need to work for me and I think we're kind of running out that clock now and I think yeah. especially with the date which obviously we'll get into in a minute but yeah I think you're right I think there's only so long and for Ekansu like we know that she 
she yeah. wants she wants someone who shows her attention and like that's fair like mm. if that is what you are in a relationship some people aren't like some people are fine with mm. not having all those displays Ekin wants that display and I feel mm. like we will reach the same point again if he is not mm-hmm. giving her the display that she she wants mm-hmm. um the Antigone Ekin chat oh gosh I, I like Antigone. I actually really like her. And I think her takes on some of the other situations have been really good. She was um, like, for me, she was like wildly off base with this one. So off base with this and with the whole Danica. Yeah. It, it was crazy to me because I, I mean, again, I like Antigone. I really yeah. like her. when she came in. I was like, you are a girl's girl. You're my vibe. And yeah. totally, totally loved her the minute she came in. Yeah. I think the problem is she she strikes me as one of those people who expects other people to move the way that she moves. So because she feels like in that situation, I would have done it in this way. And now she's kind of, I don't know. It's like she's saying, oh, I wouldn't have done it the way you've done it. Therefore, I just don't agree with the way you've done it. But really and truly, you didn't have a connection with anyone. Even yeah. Jay himself is like, not even second guessing you. You're like his fourth attempt. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just. And she's, she's saying that, the, and she's also saying that that's not good enough for her. So like, and I also just, I also just call bullshit. Like Gemma said it to Danica as well when she picked. And look, the Gemma Luca thing was a little bit different because they were a bit more of a solid couple. But like this thing of like, oh, well, you know, there was other single guys there. Like, you should have really picked them. Like, sorry, Danica's in the same fucking show that you're in. Like, she also needs to pick the guy, even if you don't like it, she also needs to pick the guy that she sees potential with. And it's like, I just thought, it made me think of the, I don't know if you watched Kim and Amber's year. Did you watch that season? Mm -hmm. And do you remember Jess and Dom and like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Montana was like, sorry, me and Dom have both told you that we don't want you to pick him, that we were so into each other. They're mm-hmm. married with babies now, guys. So like, sometimes people are right. Yeah. No, I don't think Danica and Jay are having a loving family anytime soon. Yeah. But I just thought and taking this thing of like, I would have picked the single guy. Bullshit you would. Bullshit you would. You would pick the guy that you want to have the connection with. The thing with the whole Danica thing that was just like, oh, why did you pick him? Was because Jay had told her had said yes um, there's no romantic stuff here how if jay had been like i'm open to get to know anyone he is fair game i don't care how much attention he has been giving you or wasn't giving you and i also think knowing danica uh if she had gone before tash she may have picked andrew yeah i think she could have yeah i think she could have fair game unless your boyfriend and girlfriend and you know this yeah. is Love Island, sorry. And her clock is running out and she's very oh. aware of that. So like she, I, if I was her, I'd be like, I need to actually make big swings now because there's only losing from here. Like there's there's exactly. nobody else. I have to just go for it. Exactly. I also thought Antigone just coming into this chat with Ek and being like, you know, myself, but also like all the girls, like we all thought you were going to pick Charlie. But what we're hearing from Gemma oh. and Luca and Dami and other people is that exactly. everyone can see this connection between herself and Dominic. So I was mm-hmm. like, maybe the girls are just telling you that. Do you know what I mean? Like, maybe you need to take stock for what the girls are telling you because yeah. everyone else seems to be saying different things. Like, yeah, yeah. I think she ha- she wanted Ekin to have this sense of quote unquote, quote, girl code slash loyalty 
but I'm not being funny, love. You came in. Yeah. We've got milk in the fridge long that's been here longer than you have. We like with peace yeah. and love, you and you know, Davide did not have a connection, really. Yeah. You both said it was like fun, bit flirty. Yeah. I'm entitled to pick who I want to pick. And I'm so glad that Ekin didn't um apologize to her because she had yeah. nothing to apologize for. Like, stand your ground. And yeah, it was just weird. And she was like, I, I have nothing like against you blah, blah blah and I was like why are we having this conversation we've just yeah, wasted- give me more Dami and India time why did I just yeah. I don't care I feel like Antigone was just pissed about something and she wanted to just have it said out loud but yeah. it was like you don't really have a leg to stand on you've also kind of not really gotten any resolution because the result is still the same and like It'll you said be- yeah we could have gotten some other characters but then I'm also like Antigone, Danica, Charlie they need their time on telly as well so they might True. get some yeah hideaway is open and natural choice Gemma and Luca get to go to the hideaway Mm -hmm. um they're beaming the bar is truly on the floor for these men Luca's like oh I might brush my teeth before I go in oh it baby it's in hell sorry in hell sorry (laughs) I beg your pardon only weeks ago he was like the hideaway is the sexiest place on earth and now he's like maybe I'll drag an old toothbrush over my teeth before I go uh-huh. in to have the most romantic night like but and Dami is like uh, brush your teeth you sick <laughs> like, what are you talking about <laughs> oh men are I so I I hear them say stuff and I'm like how has this just come out of your mouth and yeah. why is this your thought process because yeah. of course you must brush your teeth the bar's in hell it's in hell it's awful like do you know when you're at a festival and you're like oh I just did like a dirty shower where you just use like wipes under your arms and you're like I don't even want to talk about it I don't even want to talk and you're like this is a necessary I have to do this this is all I have to do he's out there like oh will I brush my teeth tonight I wonder uh, yeah yeah I will I will it's like girls and she's upstairs meanwhile waxing every bit of herself <laughs> like wrapping herself in twine and coming oh, down being like, I'm ready for you, like a prized pig. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll brush my teeth. Also, sorry, Luca, why are we not brushing our teeth twice a day in general? Just in general, life practice, hygiene. I think yeah. that's something we should add to the routine if we're not already. Yeah. But the fact that he was toying with the idea sent a shiver down my spine because I was yeah. like, ew. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. And it's yeah, one thing- yeah, go on, sorry. No, Gemma looking, you know, gorgeous head to toe. And then Luca's in a hoodie and these ill-fitted boxes. What is happening to us? What just is happening? Coated in black, like just coated. Oh. Violent, violent. Um, everyone is delighted for them. The girls are helping her get ready. The boys are helping get him get ready, which is pretty low bar stuff Dammy just showing him how much toothpaste to put on a toothbrush um singing happy birthday while they do it um Luca's weak when she comes down like this guy is like like Luca looking at Gemma is like how you want your partner to look at you like this kind of like wow like just wow like you it is lovely sometimes it's a bit much and you're like Luca relax like you're you're in a really safe space this relationship she really likes you but seeing her come down and also notable, notably, she's the first girl that has come down for the hideaway with the robe open. Mm. Gemma has a layer of confidence that some of these other girls don't. She's like, here I am. She is just, and even the heels. I was like, oh girl, you're doing it. Yeah, she's You're committing. doing it. 
and you know you're doing it and uh -huh. it's so effortless for you and yeah. i love to see that for you i love yeah. it for you yeah, yeah he was rocking it and his reaction it was very sweet to watch because yeah. that's all you want like you've made the effort at least yeah. show me that you're pre you know what i mean yeah you want um, the payoff for sure yeah yeah do we think bits were done we we spoke about this a bit on the sh on the show last night that the Danny Dyer Jack year, Danny very adamantly was like, I'm not doing anything on telly. And there was this whole question about like whether what whether that was to do with her dad and the spotlight. And we were talking about that last night. Obviously, Gemma has her famous dad, but also she represents the UK in dressage and she's got a bit of a sports career herself. Like, do we think that she's just going to be that person this year? I don't think we're going to see anything from her in that in that regard. I don't think we're going to see anything like that. I think it took her so long to even like kiss him. <laughs> really? <laughs> like he was yeah. fighting for his life yeah. trying to get that kiss. So yeah, I don't smiling, think smiling was a challenge for Gemma. Up until exactly. three, she was like, no, <laughs> it's not no, having, no. <laughs> not having it. Don't want to have banter. Don't want to have giggles. Like it's so, I just think as a person anyway, she's, she's kind of got her own like moral code or her own, you know, yeah. willing and not willing to do. But I do think that she's got a bit of a smart head on her and she knows that it's probably not what she wants people to talk about yeah. upon her leaving. She, she wants the conversation to be other things, but not that to be the main focus. Yeah. And I mean, look, we've already seen the stories of Michael Owen defending some comments that were made by other people within his industry about her being on the show. Mm. You, I would be very surprised if a conversation wasn't had about, you know, 100%. the realities of reality TV, especially Love Island and the conversations that come from it. The likes of Zara back in season two, mm -hmm. who lost her Miss GB title. Or whatever. Like there, there is repercussions for certain people. Mm -hmm. And she's definitely in a position where it could have a different reaction for her than it would for say someone like Ekansu or Tasha or Paige yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's the next morning and the girls and boys are debriefing. Luca is saying that he is not feeling lighter, i.e. he did not rid himself of the load. So therefore <laughs> no bits were done guys, not tonight, not on Gemma's watch. Um, <laughs> they're talking about buns and burners and all this bollocks again. I have no idea what any of it means. Um, but he said, I had a really nice night regardless. Like I still feel so happy. Mm -hmm. um and he's saying in the beach up that he felt like they had a really intimate night mm -hmm. not sexually but more just like having that quality one-on-one -on -one time where he could really kind of embrace her and she could really embrace him and they didn't have that outside viewers looking on and I think for someone like Gemma that I would imagine she made the most of being able to be a little bit cuddlier probably than she normally would be 100% and I think I think Luca for the first time probably felt a bit more um connected to her because I think Gemma is, when it's one-on-one, -on -one, it's quality time. Yeah. And even when he was asking her like random questions and they were talking about like, could you see us falling in love? And you could just see that Gemma was relaxed answering that in a closed setting just between them two. She's not really a public, you know, I'm gonna profess all of this about yeah. you type of person. So. Yeah, it was just, it was so sweet to watch. So, so sweet to watch. I, yeah. I slowly and yeah, I'm liking them as a couple more and more, the more I see them and the more yeah. they grow. Yeah, no, for sure. And even her telling the girls like that he was, 
like whispering in her ear like in the middle of just being like Jem you're unreal and like that's it for me now and like just smiling and yeah that that yeah. really made her that she was just smiling all night because he kept just like waking and like <laughs> professing his eyes like that is so cute honestly like and this is what I say when it's not the ick it's the beholder of the ick because I couldn't think of anything worse <laughs> But Luca whispering in my ear at 3am in the morning, like a serial killer, telling me I'm unreal. However, switch Luca for Anthony Joshua and we've got a whole different story. It's a different vibe. Yeah. Keep whispering, my love. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Luca, sorry, what was that? I missed that. One more sorry. time, please. Go again. <laughs> <laughs> so I think she is definitely very much into Luca. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. No, I think it's sweet. I think they're very, and they're in a good place now heading into Casa Amor. I feel like I, I think the most drama we're going to see is just Luca freaking out at the thought of like Gemma talking to other men, like, yeah. which is going to be its own kind of level of headache. But uh, anyway, Ek, it's the next day. Ek and Sue gets a text. It is time for Ek and Sue and Davide's date. Uh, Davide's telling the boys he's going to open up a little bit more and he wants to enjoy the moment with her. Uh, Luca's kind of teasing him that they're going to end it with a kiss. The girls are helping Ekin get ready and they're all kind of asking her like what she thinks is going to happen and she's very excited. They head off holding hands until Davide quickly drops it once he thinks he's out of <laughs> shot. Um, and they are crushing grapes with their feet. Yes. Which is hideous. Um, why are the I, why, uh, why are the stalks in there? Like why are the little stem like surely that would be like I want to say that that is not how wine is made because things feel, it felt weird. I feel Mm -hmm. like the grapes were bought from, you know, your local Sainsbury's, popped in this barrel. Let's just stomp on them and do what needs to be done because why were the stalks on there? Also unwashed feet? Unwashed feet. Unwashed salty feet. Just, it was just a bit questionable altogether, wasn't it? Like I... They had a nice moment when they washed it, their feet at the end, but it was just like... That was cute. Uh, and, but to be fair, when they shared a barrel, that was also cute. Again, yeah. Sue is a professional data because that was cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, right, I've curate, curated a moment and I'm going to go from mine into his. It shall yeah. be romantic. And it was. It was, um, yeah. So that was cute. But yeah, I just felt like up until they sat down, I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Yeah. There was lots of kind of awkward banter. Mm. I don't think Davide, I think Davide thought that they were really making wine and that he had a job to do. And Ek and Sue was like, Davide, I'm over here. I'm over here, Davide. Focus now, Davide. We've got a story to make here, hon. And he was just like, mashing away with his feet like just and the contrast between his like soupy grape barrel and then hers with perfectly intact green grapes i was like somebody has put in more effort than the other and we know who um oh it's so wet in here davide i was like all right i can see rain it in a small bit now not in front of the vineyard please oh gosh oh, I love brilliant and um, they sit down uh they're having a bit of a chat they're talking about their hometowns Ekin is asking you know like why Manchester you know <laughs> Italy and Manchester why and he's like you know I feel like my home was in Manchester and yada 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 
And then they're talking about their families and will their families like each other, which obviously for us on the outside is a bit like, oh, let's maybe not talk about the families because yours has called her a slut on social media and your brother has pretty much said that all these men are fucking crazy. So awkward. Yeah, like maybe maybe we're not there. Maybe we're not there yet. Um, Ekin is saying that she her family will like someone if she met them in here and they want the same things as her and like to build a life. And David is saying like, that's what I came here for is like a real connection. And sure what? I believe him. I actually I don't, I don't think he's here for the fame. Like I think he is here to find love. Like. I 100% agree with that. I think I don't, yeah, he, I, he doesn't strike me as someone who is a clout chaser. Yeah. He's just there. And he was like, if I, I'll leave this villa single, so I leave it single. If I leave with someone, I'll leave it. Someone. Like he's just there to actually find someone. And yeah, yeah I do believe him. I believe him. I um, think it's like, he he sees this show and like the good looking women. He's like, oh, like this show is basically producers finding like the best 30 on Tinder and being like, here you go. Right. Like, I think he's like, I'll just go there because that's where they get all the best ones. Like. <laughs> quicker and also they know what i'm looking for so why would they not yeah set me up with somebody great yeah i think he i i i buy it yeah yeah he's asking i can see what she wants from the future and she's saying that she wants her own business she wants her own house she wants to start a family she wants a peaceful life she wants to go on holidays with her partner she wants two kids and over time you'll see that i've learned and i've changed Mm -hmm. and you can have all of these things that i've just listed davide all of these things that i will procure for myself Mm -hmm. um it's a very like heavy date like conversation but it feels there's something about them even though it's so heavily staged it feels somewhat real i that yeah i think their whole relationship because it's so zingy and it, it you yeah, get yeah, yeah. Flash from the amount of things that change in their relationship that it feels yeah did it feels like a telenovela if you will <laughs> but actually you're like i believe that you two are just really yeah. out there people who will probably never have really met and yeah. Love Island has brought you together. And I do believe the things that you're saying to her. Cause I do, I believe Ekinsu as well. I think that is genuinely what she wants and what she's looking for. And she stated from the beginning, like, I just want, you know, a guy who's serious about me. I want to find love. This is what I'm here. I'm 28. I'm not here to play games. I believe it. Yeah. I believe it. I think for her as well, I think there's definitely a clout thing for her and like the the platform. But I think also she sees the platform of leaving Love Island with a strong couple. I think she also sees that as desirable. She doesn't see the kind of Molly May attitude of like, I'm in here for a business and a fella is like an extra plus. I think Ekansu also realizes the bankability of leaving in a strong relationship. And I think there's something there. There's something, there is something there. Do you think they would work on the outside? Oh, I think they'd kill each other. But like, they'd they'd have great makeup sex. Do you know what I mean? Like, they do wild kinky shit, like to make up. Do you know what I mean? Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think. Listen, I'm I'm a hopeless romantic. So ideally, in my head, they would be married with three kids within five years. However, they are both equally the same person. They Mm. would absolutely murder one another like it they, they yeah. just lots of fireworks but great uh, sex i also can't wait for the not can't wait because i don't want to wish this on anyone but like if they do break up i 
I would look forward to the interviews that they would give about Probably. one another. Especially Davide. They are no holes barred. Like they're ripping limb from limb. Do you and know what I mean? It would be sheer entertainment because there's nothing I love more than when my Love Island experience is extended. Love that for me. <laughs> yeah. Love that for me. Give me another four weeks of this. Give me another month of this. I'm yeah. here. I'm here. Yeah. I don't like when they're like, We've got our keys. I'm like, oh, unfollow, uh, unfollow. Right? No, I've no interest once they leave, unless they're being uh, dramatic. Like, yeah. I just, no, I can't. Um, Ekansu goes in for the kiss because Davide's warming. He's saying, you know, you have a good character. Mm-hmm. You're really strong. I find that attractive. And she lets up Edward Stool and gives him a kiss. <laughs> and there's there's cuteness there. There's niceness there. Everyone back in the villa is kind of speculating about what they've been up to. And then eventually they come back. And mm-hmm. um, we'll blast through this because I want to get to the next few conversations. Um, they're explaining what happened on the date. Davide is saying like, look, with, to the boys, he's saying, we definitely had fun. It went really well. It was like meeting her for the first time. The boys are asking, did they kiss? And he said, she kissed me. And they all scream. And then the girls are like, what information have they just heard that we haven't heard yet? Like... <laughs> continuity guys continuity we're like what's going on um he's saying that they had a really good time Jax is saying that she's putting everything into you right now which again from someone like Jax to someone like I can sue who he has shown that he doesn't have a great amount of time for in the past this shows growth <laughs> from oh, him. Yeah, uh-huh. air quotes guys air quotes um <laughs> yeah like they're both vibing they're both seeming quite happy the girls are clapping that she had such a good time I think we had a good date yeah mm-hmm Okay, it is nighttime and the girls are asking Gemma about their dad when she or her dad when she's getting ready. So we finally get an on-screen recognition of the fact that they all know. Yeah. Which was, thank you for and, that. Uh, to be honest, it was either don't mention it at all or do it as a throwaway, but I don't need a sit down 15 minute a yeah. whole episode dedicated to it because this is not Gemma Ryland with peace and love. And yeah, I'm glad they did it the way they did it. And we just kept yeah. it going kept moving it along yeah. yeah absolutely luca gives the toast tonight he says here's to my newest family i love you all so and i just after the shit show that was last year when everyone just fucking hated each other's guts like it and like we're still seeing the fallout of that like we're still seeing the fallout of that to see this group generally get mm-hmm. on really well is mm-hmm. really nice mm-hmm. it's last year was emotionally taxing and this year yes we have moments but I think they've got very good people in there who are good at conflict resolution Mm -hmm. and are good at just like pick it up let it go keep it pushing and I think the Ekansus and the Gemmas who do have your back and forths with the Lucas and the Jacks but they're able to just keep the the ball keep the good ball going because we don't have time for this yeah um, Tasha and Ek and Sue are having their what is love conversation. Uh, Tasha is asking, Mummy, how do you know you're in love? And Ek and Sue says, when you stop thinking about yourself and you start thinking about him more than yourself, you're obsessed with things that you weren't before, like his BO. Uh, and then she's like, are you going to cry? Because Tasha looked to be welling up. And Tasha was like, no, it's just the way you're saying it. It's making me like feel emotional. Uh, and she's like, I'm really scared. Like if his head was turned now, it would shatter me. She's like, I feel like we've been together for so long. Ekansu is like, do you feel like without Andrew, there's nothing really here. Like other guys are kind of pointless. And she's kind of nodding. And she's like, that's how you know that you're like falling for him. 
And I do think while some parts of it were a bit whatever, this whole like when you know, you know, I think generally it was a conversation that seemed to be helpful. I just don't know if Tasha's falling in love with him. I just. I, I think that Tasha thinks she's falling in love with him. And I think that therein is our problem because I don't yeah. fully think that Tasha knows what she wants in a person like to be swayed by Jay, to be swayed by um, Charlie, to be swayed, like many people have like turned her head slightly and then she pings back. I just, yeah, I just don't think she knows what she wants. So do I think she's falling for Andrew? No. Yeah. Do I think that out of everybody she's experienced in this Love Island experience, Andrew has been the best and she would happily leave the villa with him. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a could I be happier kind of moment. You and know what I mean? She absolutely could because she doesn't like him that much. Yeah. I, I, I just don't think, think we, I just don't think we can hate her for that either. Like I Ooh. see people getting very venomous about Tasha and I get that if that is the case, she is not moving in a way that is respectful hmm. but I'm also like I I wish that she would realize that she is a, if that is the case I wish that she would realize that she is entitled to move like mm-hmm. you're entitled to move this is the show that you're on mm-hmm. like nobody needs to hold you down if you're not feeling it move on there's going to be more guys you are here to find love as well so I just think like that's her entitled I just don't want her walking down this little love lane only to get to Casa more and be like I always knew there was something missing with Andrew like yeah. I just don't need the backtracking next week do you know what I mean yeah. And you know, great television, but I've got, I've got a headache from all the backtracking. It's just yeah. back and forth constantly. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just I feel like what will be heartbreaking to see is if she does get her head turned, Andrew's reaction and realization because this guy isn't moving. He's a sturdy pillar. He is very yeah. much fully into Tasha. Um, yeah. So we'll see, but. Yeah. I, she, she's not in love and it's okay to not like this yeah. guy. And, you know, we all deserve the best that we can get, but I feel like she should have done it like India did it and just nip it in the bud early rather than settle. Yeah. And she kind of just settled and now it's very sticky for her to get out. Yeah. And for Andrew as well, you're potentially sabotaging his time, if that is the yeah. case. So yeah. kind of tough. Well, I'm just going to give you a very overview of the next three conversations because we're running out of time and I kind of mm-hmm. don't care. Antigone and Jay basically kind of make out as if they, they have a chat. Basically, there's no interest there, really. Yeah. They kind of sniff. Cool. Luca and Danica have a bit of a chat and Luca's like, eh, you seem happier, but you're still alone. And she's like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. That's that kind of summation. Of that. Yeah, kind of pointless. Tasha and Andrew are like, what would you Tasha's like what would you change about me and they start talking and then Andrew gets the cha- the text mm-hmm. they gather by the fire pit votes for most compatible couples fewest votes uh couples are at risk of being dumped it is the couples saved are saved in the following order Dami and India Jackson Page Luca and Gemma Tasha is then f- crossing her fingers because we've one more couple to go and finally it's Ekin and Davide Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of share an awkward kiss they're both beaming and that means that our bottom three couples are Jay and Antigone, Danica and Charlie and Andrew and Tasha 
Yeah. Uh, this very dramatic cover of Mad World starts to play and the boys and girls are split in front of the fire pit in groups of three. Mm-hmm. And it's revealed that one boy and one girl is leaving and it will be up to the Islanders who gets to leave. Well done to everyone who predicted that. It is kind of somewhat of a template now for, for Casa Moore. I feel like they've kind of done, done this most times. Girls get to choose which boy has to go home and the boys get to choose which girl has to go home. Very dramatic music to finish mm-hmm. the episode, wasn't it? It was like fucking Marvel type stuff. So like, dramatic. Very, very dramatic. Tomorrow night, Casa Amor. <gasps> I actually got, ch- I swear to God, I actually got chills there again. I'm such a loser. Like, I'm such a loser. I audibly screamed when I saw that tomorrow night. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, my life. My life is, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah. Since the, last year. The similarly tacky but slightly smaller villa. I was like, yeah. oh, she's here, guys. She's here. I creme think villa creme. Does it look like the same villa as last year? It looks like the same Casa Amor. I think so. Yeah. I think so. We, we moved main villa, but I think, yeah, I think Casa Amor seems to be the same. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, surely Charlie is a goner. So, so I think. Okay, go. One, uh, what, they're going to play one of two ways. They're uh, really going to say. Andrew yeah. and Tasha have found, have found love. Love. Let them go and let these two uh-huh. couples find their pairing. And I think Ekin Sue will argue that. Yeah. Or it could be, who do we like? Tasha and Andrew have got to stay because we like them and they're our pals and we can't send them home. Charlie's the newest. Antigone is with Charlie. Got to go. The problem is, will the boys and the girls, because they can't, they can't deliberate. Yeah. Will they pick the same thing for the same reason? And therein is great television. Yeah. So that's, I think that's where we are. I think Ek and Sue, like you say, I think, I think there will be the, the idea of sending Tasha and Charlie or Tasha and Andrew home is also beneficial because they are the strongest couple out of the three couples that are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yes, they've had a rocky few days and all that kind of stuff. But if you're looking at this as a competition and you are a Paige and Jax, mm-hmm. who actually uh, Ekin and Davide are a good example because they probably think that they're not the safest of the safe couples because they're mm. new, newly back together. And all. I would be thinking, okay, well, if there's another bottom three, like we're there or thereabouts mm-hmm. next to them. Mm-hmm. So if you get rid of them, it mm-hmm. it aids our ch- that kind of mentality. Mm-hmm. But I just think these feckers are so soft. They're going to go for like, oh, like they just haven't really gelled in here. And, you know, we need to give other people a chance. And uh, I, I just think. Yeah, I... I think, I mean, I don't know if this will happen, but what I would like to happen is that because the boys are sending home a girl and the girls are sending home a boy. Yeah. I think the boys are going to send home Tasha. And I think the girls are going to send home Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Oh my God, I live for the mayhem. And I cannot wait because I'm manifesting this hard because that would be fantastic would just walk though like he'd ruin the whole entertainment value like wouldn't he he'd surely just walk he's so fucking vanilla Sorelli. he'll just walk <laughs> i think okay so i think what will do what will happen is he'll either walk but it won't be on the same night okay oh uh, okay and if he stays overnight and then finds out casa is happening i have a feeling that the boys may get to him and be like test it see if it's real see if you really <laughs> we are- all need a test exactly <laughs> 
Oh, I am so excited. Same. I, I feel, so they had said Castle Moor was Monday night, but I feel like it's going to be Sunday night now because we're going to get result of this dumping tomorrow. Then presumably end of tomorrow night's episode, they're either going to get the text of Castle Moor or we're going to get the hard, like, reveal of Casa Moor. So surely Sunday night is Casa. Like, yeah, I think so. I think so. Sorel, this has been a joy. We're way over, so I'm going to have to end it. But I literally could talk about this for hours. I love you. Thank you so much I for inviting me. you. So for anyone who's like, I know I've found a lot of comrades who are terrified of TikTok, but like if there is one reason to download and set up an account, it is to follow Sorel on TikTok <laughs> for the daily debriefs. They are usually pretty soon after the episode, right? You usually do them the same night. Within the first half an hour, usually. Okay. Yeah. So while we're recording this, you could be over watching Sorel. And then by the time that's done, you could come back and listen to us. 100%. We're here for you, girlies. Whatever you need, we've got you covered. So it's such a joy to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I, I can't wait. And I'll be on socials with you like, oh my God, Casa Cannot I'm wait. Buzzed. I'm buzzed. <laughs> oh, guys, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Thank you so much to Miss Coco Sorel for joining us tonight on the latest episode of My Pot and Paper. Thank you to you guys for tuning in each and every night. Thank you also to our wonderful sponsors. Now, the home of brilliant entertainment. You can find us over on Instagram at My Pot and Paper. Come on over and let's discuss what went down. You can also find us on all of your favorite podcast apps so you can listen whenever and wherever you like. This, sadly, is the final episode of the week, but we will be back on Sunday with a brand new episode and Casa Amor. We'll talk to you then. As well as having tons of new and returning titles, Now is also a great place if you're looking to revisit some series you may have already watched or never got round to in the first place. I love a good rewatchable personally for times when you can't decide on what you want to watch or you just want to know that you're on to a winner. There's nothing worse than starting something and not enjoying it. From The Office to Parks and Rec, Sopranos to The Wire, there are tons of great titles there to provide hours of guaranteed entertainment no matter what genre you're in the market for. One series that I love to rewatch is Friday Night Lights. The series is set in Dillon, Texas where high school football is a way of life and it follows Kyle Chandler in the role of coach Eric Taylor and his wife Tammy Taylor played by the wonderful Connie Britton. And while there are endless reasons to binge watch this show if you haven't already, one of the main things that I love about it is the relationship between Coach and Tammy Taylor. The pair are one of my favourite TV couples of all time and watching them work as a team over the course of the five season long show is a joy that never gets old. They are gorgeous and if you haven't seen it already, if there was one reason I would use to convince you, that should be it. So. If you're in the market for some new TV viewing, it doesn't necessarily have to come in the form of a newly released series. Stream some TV gems from years gone by over on now, the home of brilliant entertainment.